I'm really excited for our last day together because I'm going to be talking about human design and gene keys and I'm just like so lit up by this because this is obviously the big work that I've really been into and this is what has caused me to pivot my business and so I'm really looking forward to today because I'm going to be doing some screen sharing so obviously if you're listening to this recording via audio then you're not going to see the screen share but I'm going to be as vocal and descriptive as possible what I would recommend is grabbing your human design chart or your gene keys chart or and I should say so that you can kind of see visually what I'm talking about and follow along but I'm before we dive into things again just in case someone's listening to this and they chose to listen to this this day first I'll introduce myself so I'm Kayla I'm a spiritual mindset coach and I work with spiritual entrepreneurs around embodying their human design and gene keys so that they can create and live their life and their business in the most aligned, authentic, powerful, potent way as possible with integrity. And so I decided to do this live stream event because I wanted to share my story. I wanted to speak my truth about the last three years, share behind the scenes. And I'm sharing it in not because I've made it through the shit. I'm in the shit. There's a lot of things that I have not yet achieved that I want to achieve in my business. And I think it's really powerful to talk about it now, not when I suddenly have multiple five-figure months and all this money in the bank and all these clients, because I think that is less inspiring, to be honest, because it's easy to talk about things once you've achieved them, but it takes a whole other level to talk about it when you're in the shit. And this is really the level of transparency that I've had in the last couple of days. So I'm really looking forward to diving into this today. So I'm going to talk about the, you know, how I got into human design. So I'm not going to share, like, this isn't going to be like a masterclass where I'm telling you, like, what is human design? What is gene keys? But I'll give like a quick overview. So if you're not familiar with human design, and this is something that you're interested in implementing in your life or in your business, human design is a synthesis of different modalities such as we have astrology we have quantum mechanics we have the kabbalah tree we have the chakra system you know there's buddhism there's judaism like there's so many different moving pieces that were synthesized together that created the human design you know modality for example and the way that it shows up is that you use your birth time your birth location and your birth date and it creates a body graph chart okay and in that chart there's going to be different definitions there's going to be planets involved there's going to be the I Ching from the Chinese divination text like there's so many different parts of it which makes it a very intricate system and so when I first actually before I dive into that gene keys on the other hand is not the same as human design because gene keys is about the I Ching system and the hexagram. And, you know, in the human design chart, we have 64 gates and we have 64 gene keys. And so there's similarities in between the energies of the gates and gene keys. However, the gene keys are not as intricate as of a system compared to human design. So the gene keys, there's 11 gene keys that get pulled from the definition of your human design chart there's certain planets that represent the gene keys and those gene keys there's three different sequences and in each of those sequences has its own its own purpose and its own influence for example on your life and who you are as a person and how you show up and it really speaks to like your own 
your own journey. So they call it like journey to self-elimination. So the gene keys I love because it's more of a feminine approach in the sense that you contemplate the gene keys. So I remember when I first learned about the gene keys, I was like, what the fuck are the gene keys? Like, how do I do the gene keys? Right. Because a lot of the personal development stuff that I had done was all about like, you know, journaling, meditating, doing this, doing that, like taking yourself limiting beliefs and like disintegrating them and creating new ones. The gene keys is really about contemplating the energy of that gene key and witnessing and observing how it shows up in your life without judgment and really sitting with it. So each gate in human design and each gene key has three different frequencies. We have the shadow, we have the gift, and we have the city. So the beautiful thing that I love about human design and gene keys that really had to, I had to shift out of this was that a lot of the coaching that I would do before would be like, okay, you know, like get rid of the shadows, like you need to let go of things. But the approach with human design and gene keys is very much about embracing everything, right? Which explains why when I show up and I do this live stream or how I share is like literally embracing every aspect, like every single failure, quote, failure I've had in my business and every single little thing that's happened up to this point, embracing all of it, like that is abundance, that is prosperity, And so it's really through the shadows that you experience the gift and the gift then comes into the city. The way that I described it, I came up with a metaphor one day when I did a podcast interview with a friend of mine who's like brilliant with the gene keys. And I said, you know, this concept of the three frequencies, whether it's you're talking about the gates or any experience in the human design chart and the gene keys, the shadow is like the soil. The gift is like the, the physicalness of the stem of the plant and the city is the blooming of the plant, right? Of the flower. And so you can't have one without the other, right? And so that's the beauty of this work. This is why I love human design and gene keys is that it's so, it's so encompassing. It's so inclusive and it's just, it just makes my heart swell. Like I just love this work so much. So when I, when I got into this, now I'll share how I got into human design and really just how this has impacted my life and my business. But I got into human design, I think it was back in 2019, a friend of mine was talking about it in her stories and she shared how she was a projector. And so I looked up my chart and I showed up as a generator and I was like, oh, I'm a generator. Cool. Like I literally had no idea. And like, if you're newer to human design and you look up your chart, it's like a massive WTF because it's so complex. You're like, what am I looking at? There's so much information, there's numbers, there's channels, there's like all these little, there's just so many pieces. And so I was like, oh, I'm a generator. And then I didn't really dive into it. And then another friend of mine had me look at my chart and I I started to get into it a little bit more. And she's actually a reflector, which is really cool. That's like 1% of the population. And so eventually I really got into it. I discovered that I am a 6-2 sacral generator. And I'm really going to show you in today's live stream how that shows up in my life and how it shows up in my business and how I come from this energy. So I specifically saved this topic for the last day so that I could use the last three days as an example of how I literally embody my human design and gene keys. So once I discovered that, I started to get really curious. And like, obviously, you know, I shared about all the certifications that I'd done and I started to really contemplate how I wanted to get into human design. And this felt like the next thing. And I just felt such a strong pull to it. Like my sacral was like, yes, like, let's do this. So I started studying, I started studying human design, like really intensively in March, 2021 this year. And 
I feel like I've been studying it for years. Like the depth that I've gone into this work is like so profound. And so I started the certification in March. I've completed it now. It's December. And I, it's just given me so much clarity. And one of the things that I really, really love is that it's really allowed me to have more compassion for people and really just see them for their energetic imprint and really empower them as they are. Like there's no need to, to change things or fix things. And, you know, I'll give it, I'll give an example. The other day I was hanging out with a friend of mine who was visiting from Toronto and she knows nothing about human design. And I was like, okay, let's get your birth time, your birthday location. It was funny because we like literally called her mom in Ontario and she had to go and like find the information. And I look up her chart and she is a one, three emotional manifesting generator. So if you know anything about this, and she has eight centers defined. So when I looked at her chart, I was like, oh my gosh, like you are, and I'll just kind of give a description of a, a manifesting generator. I was like, you are like a multi-passionate being, you know, you're going to start, you're going to pivot, you're going to stop projects. You're going to have interests that are just going to fall off. You're going to work in cycles. And the fact that you have a one, three profile, like one, you're the investigator, you look for facts. And the three line is like a lot of trial and error. So like just the, the, the aura of the manifesting generator, and then having the one, three profile, like you're just going to be a very dynamic, multi-passionate being. And you're meant to make decisions with your emotions. And she was like sitting there and she was completely floored. She's like, I feel so seen right now. And she's like, that's exactly how I am. And she shared with me how she was working with a coach a couple of years ago who was trying to shift her out of this. Like, oh, we need to get you to be more consistent. And, you know, we need to figure out one thing for you to focus on. And it was completely going against her human design. And I shared with her, I was like, no, like you trial and error, you being all over the place, like being this messy, creative, like, that's fucking perfect. That's how you're meant to show up in the world. And so this is literally why I love this work because I'm like here, I'm sitting with my friend and I'm, I'm telling her about her. And like, I know her as a person, but the way that I read her chart was like so different. Like it was just there. And she, she was just so blown away by the accuracy. And I was like, I love this. I get to look at people and see them as they are. It's not like I'm carrying around a little bucket of tools being like, okay, this is how you flip self-limiting beliefs. This is how you do this. I still do that when I bring in NLP and whatnot, but the human design aspect is so much more like seeing you, seeing people just there perfectly as they are. Like every single person is a puzzle piece to the bigger picture of the collective. And so obviously when we try and like change ourselves and, and be a way that doesn't work, like we're not, the puzzle piece is not going to fit in the collective. You're not going to feel good. You're not going to feel confident. You're not going to trust yourself because you're, you're trying to fucking change yourself. And that's not, that's not how, that's not how this works. So this is why I'm so crazy about human design is because it's so powerful. It's so exciting. And one of the things that I want to share too is this is like intuitively coming to me is that some people get really frustrated because they're like, I don't have my birth time. So I'm going to tell you a trick that I learned from my mentor, Eden, about how to find your birth time. And if you don't know, what you can do is if you've ever used a pendulum, you can set up your pendulum. So even if you have like a necklace or a pendulum is like a little crystal that's attached to a little chain. And what you do is you set your intentions with it. And I would even recommend like Googling to get a little bit more information, but it's a very intuitive thing. You've got to trust your intuition. Okay. 
And the easiest thing to do is like, you're going to ask yes or no questions. So let's say you're holding the pendulum, you've got your hand and you're holding it still. And you want to ask, show me a yes. And it'll spin either clockwise, counterclockwise, back and forth, watch the pattern. Then you say, stop. And then you're going to say, show me a no. And then it'll go the other direction. You need to trust that energetic shift that it's showing you. Okay. And then you say, stop. And then you're going to ask, was I born before noon? It has to be a yes or no question, right? So then it'll say yes or no. And then if you were born before noon, you're going to ask, was I born between this time and this time? And you just continue to shrink the time until you get to a time where you have a yes and really trust that, right? And pay attention to how you question yourself with that because, you know, it's, this is a very intuitive thing to do, right? So that is a way to get your birth time so that you can like join in the fun of this conversation. I don't want anyone to feel like they can't experience a human design because they don't have their birth time. And that's like one of the biggest myths, right? So this is a very, this is one of the things with human design and gene keys as well is that it's very intuitive. When I first went into my human design program, I was really looking at getting it right. Like knowing all the things, doing it a certain way. And you know, Eden and the support coaches in my SSDC program were like, Kayla, human design is an experiment. Like you play with it. The way that I read a human design chart will be very unique and different compared to how someone else reads it. And what matters is that you take away only what resonates with you. It's always coming back to you. So one of the things I talked about how the gene cues is very feminine. I find that human design is more masculine because it's like, here's your type, here's your authority, here's your strategy, this is your profile. And it's more about the doing and there is the being in it as well, but it's a lot of information. So when people first get into this work, it's like, oh yeah, this is, this is my type, this is my, this is my signature, this is my not self theme. They know all the things, but it's like the next level to embody it, right? So this is really where I love to come in and like help people look at their lives and show how they're embodying this work. So this is really what I'm gonna be talking about today. So I just wanted to, just wanted to share a little bit. Okay, so we talked about the human design, shared about the gene keys, and I wanna share what my life was like before human design. So before human design, so I said I discovered it in 2019, really started embodying it in 2021. I'm a 6'2", sacral generator, and I shared the other day how the six line behaves as a three line up until the Saturn return, which is until around the age of 28, 29. So when like literally from the age of 14 until 29, I had so much trial and error. Like that three line is that trial and error energy. I had so many different jobs. I was always frustrated and which is my not self theme. And I was always doing things that I, that I didn't want to be doing. And even since 2015 until now 2021 I finished my degree in teaching I was a teacher I was a personal trainer I was an account executive and then also coaching like a spiritual mindset coach I've had so many pivots in my career and looking back I could see like I was getting caught up in doing what I think I should be doing and I was checking off the boxes like I literally you know went to university, got a degree, like was a varsity competitive rugby athlete, like went to the Olympics in university and won a bronze medal with my team. Like I have my soulmate relationship. Like there's so many amazing things that I, that I achieved and I still wasn't satisfied because I wasn't fully embodying the potential of my human design and my energy. And so 
One of the really big things that happened this year that was super powerful was I started getting into human design in March and I shared briefly on day two, one of the programs that I launched CEO with a previous friend of mine, because I was lacking awareness about human design, that whole dynamic did not work at all. She is a projector. I don't know what her type and ever not her type, but her profile and everything is, but she's a projector. I'm a generator. We work very, very differently. What was happening looking back when we did that launch and we started that program together is that I was lit up by what I was doing. And I was like pumping out all of my videos, all of my content. I was showing up. I was like in the, in their inner group chat, like answering all the messages because I'm literally designed to respond. I'm designed to respond to things. And when I'm lit up by something, I have my sacral, my rechargeable battery. I can like go, go, go and just create things that light me up, especially because I only have my sacral and my G center defined. So here I am showing up, doing all the things. And she is doing her own pace and creating her own content at her own pace. And it was just like, we, we didn't understand how each other worked. And so in my head, I'm like, well, I feel like I'm doing more. And for her, she's probably thinking, well, I can't fucking keep up with this. She's a projector. It's like, she's meant to guide and I'm more meant to be doing and creating the things that I love doing. And so this created a lot of conflict. Like I was so frustrated. We were both out of alignment. Like we were not communicating well. And, you know, she was obviously really bitter and it was just, it, it, it just didn't work. And I obviously shared that I terminated that friendship and that business partnership because it just wasn't working. It was, it was a chapter that taught me a lot of lessons, but it was meant to end. And so I know that had I known about human design at that point, that that would have gone very differently. That would have been a much more empowering experience. And not to say that I regret what happened, but that could have been life-changing had I known. And even just in relationships, my boyfriend is a 6'3 splenic projector. I'm a generator. I understand his human design. And it's so interesting because even I notice because I'm a sacral authority and he's a splenic authority, my sacral, that energy will can dominate, you know, through excitement. And, you know, if he picks up on that energy, then he might make decisions that are out of alignment for him. So because I know he's a splenic authority, like I'm like, okay, what does your spleen say? And I'm going to walk out of the room and like leave him with that energy. And so this is such a powerful tool to, to have like self-awareness and awareness of other people. So what I'm going to do is I want to, I'm going to screen share and I'm going to share my chart. And I want to talk about how I leverage my chart to run my business, because this is like such a cool thing. I think it's so exciting. So I'm just going to head over here. Perfect. All right, so this is my chart. Obviously, if you're listening to the audio, you're not going to see this, but I only have my G center and my sacral defined. So what that means is the G center is the little triangle in not triangle, rectangle, diamond. <laughs> wow, me getting my shapes right. The diamond in the middle of the chart and the sacral is directly underneath of it. So I only have those two centers defined. I have my head is undefined. I only have gate 61 in there. My Ajna, which is underneath of it, is completely open. My throat is completely open. My ego slash heart slash will center, there's lots of names for that one, completely open. And then my emotional center, my root, and my spleen are undefined with hanging gates. So I have a lot of openness. And 
what I learned from this was that my open like openness traditionally in human design is like seen as a weakness like just to be fucking transparent because they say that your defined your defined centers is how you impact others so you have that consistent energy available within you so the undefined and open centers are very susceptible to conditioning and they are also very uh, you know, they're, they're wells for wisdom because it's, they're kind of like a filtration system, especially if you have that awareness. When you go into a room and you're around certain people, you can pick up on that energy. You can leverage that energy from them, right? So for example, my boyfriend has his head and ajna defined, his root and his spleen defined. So when we are together, you know, I can pick up on that energy from his ideas and inspiration and his certainty from his ajna and together we have a defined throat. So that really, that really allows us to have these like beautiful fluid conversations, right? And then the root center, I definitely feel that I pick that pick up that energy from him. Like he's always, you know, really good with deadlines, like pushing to get things done. And then the splenic center, like knowing what's what's healthiest, right? So I pick up that from him. So the point of me sharing this is that the G center, I want to talk about my definition in the chart because this is really powerful. The G center has to do with self-identity, lovability, and sense of direction. The sacral center is like life force energy. And it's like I said, when you do things that light you up, it's like a rechargeable battery and it just allows you to go, 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 right? And really when you're doing things that light you up, you can just continue to create. And when you're doing things that don't light you up, you will literally just be drained. And I really, I have really felt that. So if you look at how I've been sharing in the last three, four days is I have really come from this place of like, this is who I am. This is where I'm going. I love myself in this moment right now with all my failures, all my successes, everything I've learned. And I've just come forth and I've come with this energy through this live stream event. I'm literally being in this energy and even with the sacral like I'm so excited like this this live stream event like the posts that I've created like getting this on the podcast like I love doing this right and so having the undefined centers is where I will be able to hold space for others to play with their energy right so let's say if someone has all that definition in their head, their ashna, their throat, their emotional solar plexus, their root center, all of that. When someone's undefined there, and let's say they're coaching someone else, it's like you can really allow them to experience that energy differently because the undefined centers are like a mirror, okay? They reflect. That's why reflectors have no defined centers in their chart. So I love that I'm coming forth in this energy. And the other thing I want to share with you is that 6-2 profile. So I talked a little bit about this the other day, but the sixth line is all about being a role model, right? And I shared about how before the Saturn return, the sixth line is like a lot of trial and error. And I obviously went through a lot of trial and error with all the different jobs and just figuring out how I wanted to get into coaching. And it was really around the age 28, 29. That's when I started my business. There's no coincidence there. Okay, that's literally how it's meant to be. It's like that certainty, that grounding, like coming what they call onto the roof as a six line of being in this wisdom, right? That two line, me, me gaining all this wisdom through all the certifications, through, you know, all of the, 
all of the the tribulations and things that I've been through in my life, like living in different countries, living in different provinces, like gaining all that wisdom and being able to come forth and share that and role model it and embody it. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's like, you look at this, the G center, the sacral and me coming forth in this energy, literally embodying and role modeling this to the collective on how you can embody your human design and gene keys and really have this be how you show up in, in integrity and show up in your most authentic way possible in your life and in your business. So there's like no mistake there how like fierce this is. And the other things I want to talk about are my conscious sun and earth. So those energies, so when you look at your human design chart on the right-hand side, if you're on genetic matrix, they call it personality. It was previously called mind. Those planets and those gates were defined the day that you were born. So the planets were there in the gates. And then we have the lines. I'm not going to talk about the lines today, but I'll talk about some of the gates. And then on the left-hand side, which is design or also known as body previously, that imprint is a conscious, unconscious imprint that happens 88 days before you're born. And that is your imprint of like familial and ancestral imprinting that comes to you that is more unconsciously experienced. So when you have red hanging gates or red channels in your chart, that energy is going to be a little bit more difficult to access because it's unconsciously defined. When you have the black hanging gates or black channels, that's conscious definition, you're going to be more aware of that definition in your chart. So my conscious sun is what we call, uh, so my conscious sun is gate 36. And this is the three expressions of this gate. And this is also gene keys too, right? So actually, I'll just share my gene keys screen here. So gene keys, we have the genius sequence, which is life's work, evolution, radiance, and purpose. <clears throat> so that sequence is, I'm going to be talking a little bit about it, but the conscious sun and earth is going to be in, in life's work and then also in evolution. Okay. So that's the conscious sun and earth. And the reason why I want to talk about this is because this is those two are how you show up the most potently in your life. Like that is the energy that you give. Okay. So gate 36, gene key 36, the shadow is turbulence. The gift is humanity and the city is compassion. The sixth line is about being the teacher, right? The role model, like I talked about. And the reason why this is so powerful, actually, I'll tell you what the evolution is, which is also the unconscious earth. The sixth gene key and gate the shadow is conflict the gift is diplomacy and the city is peace so if you look at how i have been sharing in the last three days i have talked about the turbulence of my life and my business the conflicts that i've had with myself the conflicts that i've had within the coaching industry the conflicts that I've just overcome in terms of my beliefs around money and numbers and all of that. I've literally been sharing this so like vulnerably and really you go into the city then it becomes humanity and diplomacy. Humanity is like really looking at the humanness. Like I'm literally talking about the humanness of being a coach and being a fucking person that is worthy of speaking their truth. 
like there's so much humanness in that like there's there's no there's no need to be perfect like how we show up how we're designed and is is amazing the way that it is it's not external circumstances it's not external numbers it's not external evidence that decides what greatness we have as a human right and the diplomacy is just me like talking about it very like being very diplomatic the way that I share and like the city of both of those of both of those gates and gene keys compassion which is you know in my conscious son compassion is a highest expression like I've only been coming from this lens of compassion in the last three days like I have so much compassion for people and for especially obviously for spiritual entrepreneurs who have shown up day in and day out the ones who have not had the experience of you know hitting five-figure months or six-figure years or whatever it is they're just not the ones that have shown up like consistently and and have dealt with the demons of being like there's something wrong with you you're not doing it right I have so much fucking compassion for that because I've been there I've been in it like this is these that conscious sun and earth energy is what I experience this is like the challenge that continually comes up in my life and the city the highest expression of the sixth line is peace I am so at peace with where I'm at in my business. I'm so at peace. And this is why I'm able to show up embodied and role modeling what it is that I'm going through. So the other and the two line as well for that. So that conscious earth being a six two, education and surrender is how the line is described in Gene Keys. And it's like, I'm obviously educating all this wisdom that I've gone through, all of the conflict that I've gone through has become wisdom. And I am now sharing this, I'm surrendering to it. So like, this is why I wanted to show my own chart, talk about myself and my experience with my conscious sun and earth. And the other thing that I want to share with you is my conscious mercury is also gate 36. So just a little fun tip. Your conscious mercury is what they what they say online and like what I've learned about in my program is that that is your like muse for for speaking and writing and marketing. I speak from that energy. It's also my conscious sun and earth and my conscious mercury. So it's like when I literally when I sell, when I show up, when I share my stories, like this is my muse. Like I speak from the energy of like overcoming conflict and going through turbulence and coming into that gift in cities of humanity, compassion, diplomacy, and peace, right? So this is why I'm so passionate about people learning how to embody their human design and gene keys because there's no, no one is telling me what to say or do. I am like looking at my chart and I'm being my own energetic imprint and like no one can replicate that. No one else can emulate that the way that I show up. And I'm saying that for you. This is why I'm like, I'm just, I'm just so excited. <laughs> like sometimes I lose words because I, I'm just so excited. My sacral is so lit. That's like all that can come out of my mouth. And I feel, I feel like I'm a broken record, but I'm sure you get it. So the other, the other things that have really impacted me in my chart is I'm going to jump to the gene key side now is really looking at in my, so actually I'll talk a little about, a little bit about gene keys. So genius sequence, life's work, evolution, radiance, purpose, your Venus sequence is going to be, you know, the energetic imprint that you get is unconscious planet. So you're going to be getting that energetic imprint 
before you were born, right? So talked about that 88 days before you're born. Those are the planets and gene keys that are defined. And then we go into the pearl sequence, which is all about prosperity. And this has been where I have been playing in the last three months, especially since I left my job in September, because I was in this old paradigm with the relationship that I had to money. The old paradigm that I was in was like, you have to work hard for money. Like you, you're going to have to launch. You have to do this. Like there's a lot of doing. It was not a lot of being. Okay. And so your vocation, my vocation is first the core wound. So the core wound is really the, the wound that you get imprinted in you before you're born. And it's like the thing that you will overcome over and over again in your life that gives you your core talent that you share with the world. So my core wound slash vocation is Gene Key 34. And this has been so prominent in my life. And it's crazy because I, this, okay, so the shadow of Gene Key 34 is force. The gift is strength and the city is majesty. So it was really interesting because I was in the Gene Keys book and I was reading about this Gene Key and they gave this amazing example about, you know, these Olympic athletes and just how, you know, they train and how they show up and they compete. Like this is just emulating strength, right? And just, there's no force in that. Like you ultimately when you're that level of an athlete, you cannot force things to happen. Like it needs to be inner strength. You need to be majestic and very natural, there's a lot of allowing there. And so I couldn't believe it because I gave this example in the book and I have my own experience of, I was a varsity athlete for five years in university playing rugby and I played rugby competitively for 17 years straight. And in 2013, I was selected for the university national sevens rugby team. And we went to Russia and complete and competed in the university Olympics. And we won a bronze medal. And so I was like, oh my God, like the description of this in the book and then me actually going through that in my life. And I started to, I started to think about like, Kayla, like who are you being when you were like that competitive and you were that level of an athlete, like, and you went to the Olympics, like what, like I really started to look at that because it was, dare I say easy in the sense that it did come very naturally. And I was just looking and I was like, okay, you were embodying your human design without even realizing it at that point. I was 23 years old and I loved what I was doing. I loved rugby. I was like training multiple days a week. I was going to the gym, playing games every weekend. And I was just doing it. Like it was, it was very natural. It wasn't, it wasn't forced because there was this level of surrender and this like momentum and rhythm that came with it. And so I was like, okay, that's what you did. And then you literally were selected to go on this national team and you went to the Olympics and you played. And of course it was challenging, but I was totally in the strength of it. Like being strong, like mentally, emotionally to like go through and travel to a very foreign country and to compete at that level. And, and then, you know, we talk about that level of majesty and then we win a bronze medal and we place on the podium. We were the first team sport in Canadian university history to ever place on the podium. And this was the first time ever that rugby sevens was ever played at an Olympic level. So in 2016, they played in the Olympics, but university wise, it's the first time rugby was ever played at an Olympic level. And so I started to look at this and I was like, okay, Kayla, like, who are you being? How are you showing up? And, and then I started to take that 
And I started to look at how I was being in my business. And I started to notice that I was in the shadow for like three years. I was forcing. I was forcing myself to do things I didn't want to do. I was forcing myself to do things how I think I should do them. I was forcing myself to continue showing up even when I was tired. There was so much force. And so I thought that was so interesting because this ties into culture. The culture sphere, the shadow of the culture sphere is what directly blocks prosperity. So here I am in my core wound, you know, in my business, like I've obviously gone through this energy as an athlete, but like these, what you don't just do the gene keys or you human design once, like this is like a recurring thing for life. So I'm in, I'm in the core wound, like struggling in my business. And then I'm looking at the culture and the shadow of my culture. It's gene key 52, the shadow of stress. And I'm like, okay, here I am forcing things in my business. I'm obviously fucking stressed out because I'm doing all the things and nothing is working. And, and so when I started to contemplate this and like, look at how I was showing up, the, I love this so much. And I just listened to the 52nd gene key the other day, but the gift is restraint and the city is stillness. So restraint, I thought this was really interesting. When I first saw the word, I was like, I don't understand what the hell am I supposed to restrain? Right. But when I was listening to the 52nd gene key the other day, it was just talking about how when you look at nature, for example, nature will be prosperous naturally. And it really is through restraint, restraint and stillness. I feel like they go hand in hand because it's almost like it's waiting for the right time. There's no forcing. It's really waiting for the right time, slowing the fuck down. And being in that stillness is like being in the eye of the storm. And I feel like this city of stillness in my culture ties in beautifully with peace in my evolution and my uh, sixth line for my conscious earth. And then even that being able to handle being in turbulence with my life's work with Gene Key 36 and Gate 36 in my human design. So here I am. I'm looking at, and this is really in the last three months, I started contemplating my gene keys. And I was like, Kayla, you're stressed. You're forcing things. And that's when I just stopped. And I, I shared about this in the last few days. It was like, I didn't launch anything huge the last few months. I just focused on, you know, contemplating the gene keys, like really nurturing myself, like taking a lot of baths, reading books, slowing down, allowing myself to live off my savings and trust that the universe would take care of me, like giving up, making myself wrong, slowing the fuck down. Okay. And this allowed me to shift my relationship to prosperity, where I started to see that prosperity would never come from the numbers, the, the, the number of people watching a live stream, which by the way, I still think right now that no one is watching live and I'm still fucking showing up. Okay. And it's like that, uh, that is huge for me because it was like, I was able to slow down. I was able to trust myself. I was able to really look at like, wow, Kayla, like you have really been forcing things in your life. You've been forcing things in your business. Like you've been stressed, right? Like hold back restraint. And then here we are in November, I get this amazing idea to do this live stream event for four days. And when I do, it's like, 
I just feel like I'm fucking glowing. And I actually had some friends message me on Instagram this week, like, Kayla, you're glowing. And I'm like, I'm just so happy to talk about this work. Like, this is like my calling. Like, I'm so lit up by this. And, and so this is this restraint and this stillness that I had in the last few months is really what has allowed me to show up authentically and really embody you know, everything that I've just talked about, like all the turbulence and conflict and everything that I've been through, it's like here in a package that like two line wisdom. And then I'm coming through as a six line and sharing it with the world. And so the reason why I'm sharing all of this is because this is like, this is available to literally anyone. When you get to know your human design and gene keys, like you just get to show up in integrity with yourself. And this is really what gives you the permission to speak your truth and be honest. Right. And so I, I just I just wanted to give some examples today of the things that I've learned through my gene keys. And I know that this live stream is going to be a little bit longer than my other ones. And that's totally fine because I'm just like so excited about it. And I really want to share another example of how I experience this energy and how I really trusted myself through a very interesting situation that happened on Sunday. So on Sunday this week. I was traveling back from Mexico with my boyfriend and uh, we get to the airport in Puerto Vallarta and we're about to leave Mexico to come back to Canada and we get to the airport. I don't know if anyone's ever been to that airport, but there is a little bar outside of the airport called the Corona bar, which is kind of hilarious because they COVID-19, but it's like Corona beer and they don't even serve Corona beer, which is fucking weird. But anyway, so we're at the bar and pull up with their suitcases and there's this table off to the side and I was like oh we should sit here in my head intuitively being like you should sit here because then our bags are here and then my boyfriend walks up into the bar and it's kind of this little this little patio and there's like two tables and then the whole bar and he's like well let's sit at the bar we can put our bags here so the bags would have been like three feet behind us in between the two tables that are on the patio and so I was like but then there's no room for our bags he's like it's fine we'll just put them here I'm like okay okay cool so I go and I sit at the table with my boyfriend, he gets a beer and I'm sitting there drinking a margarita and be like, cheers, like cheers to like such an amazing vacation, like celebrating nine years together. And uh, maybe like, you know, we, a couple minutes in, we started talking to this gentleman beside us who was like super nice, like he could speak Spanish and English and we're just small talking. And then all of a sudden my boyfriend turns around and all of our shit is gone. Our suitcases are gone, everything. And I'm like, what the fuck and I thought that they moved our stuff around the bar I go around the bar and the the bags are not there and I'm like okay our stuff is gone and like this airport is so busy it's so busy there's like hundreds of people it's not a massive airport but there's like hundreds of people coming and going there's taxi drivers there's like you know cars coming in and out it's just, it's very busy. And so I'm like, oh my God, like our, our stuff is gone. And so my boyfriend gets up and he, he, he asks the guy behind the bar, he's like, okay, you have cameras, like our stuff's been taken. Like, I'm telling you, all I had was my mask and my phone, my passport, everything, my bags, my laptop, all of it was gone. And my boyfriend only had his wallet, his mask and his phone. That was it. And I was like, oh my fucking God, if this is not the definition of turbulence and conflict, I don't know what is. So he is, you know, 
asking the bartender, like, go and check the cameras. So he goes and the guy's like, oh, we won't be able to get the footage for two days. And we're like, cool, our flight's leaving in three hours. Like, that's that's not okay. And then the guy beside us was like, I'm going to call the police. Like, you need to call the police. So then we called the police and we started talking to people around the other tables. Like, hey, did you see anyone take our stuff? Like, I just felt, I just felt so fucking dumb because my intuition, which was so quiet, what I told you when I came up to the freaking balcony patio thing, I was like, we should sit here because our bags can be here. And I was like, okay. And I, this very subtle inkling within me, when I went up onto the balcony and moved our shit to the side that we should not have done that. And it was crazy. Cause when we were like freaking out, essentially you could just see everyone clutching their bags and like everyone was staring at us. So the police come by and this man beside us is translating and we're talking to him. We're like, we need to get the footage. Like we have nothing, like everything is gone. And then all of a sudden this short man with another big man come by with our suitcases. So we had a big suitcase, a little suitcase, a tote bag and a backpack. And so they had the suitcases. And I was like, what the fuck? Like out of thin air, our bags come back, two of them, two out of four. And I was like, how, like, how is this happening? And it's crazy because the emotional charge in that situation, I couldn't even cry. Like I literally could not even cry. It was like so unbelievable. And so my boyfriend went back with the other guys like, no, you have like the other two of our bags. Like we need to get them back right now. So he left. And then I was trying to interrogate this other guy. Like, why, why do you have our bags? Like, where, where did you take them? And he just like disappeared into thin air. Like there were so many people there. It was so chaotic. And then a couple of minutes later, my boyfriend came back and he had our other two bags. We had everything and nothing, nothing was taken. And so what the conclusion that we came to of like how the hell this happened was that there was three women that were sitting at the table beside where we put our stuff and we think I think that the cab driver took everything when they went to the car and it's interesting because when my boyfriend went to the car to grab our stuff and he opened the door to question like who was in the car they said oh we were wondering why there was like so many extra bags like four extra bags right and it was just like the weirdest thing and so it doesn't even make sense. Like, how did they know to come back like in that exact moment? Right. And, and so we had all of our stuff and we told, you know, we explained to the police what happened and we like thanked the, the gentleman beside us for being a translator. And it was like, I remember it was like literally shaking. I could not, I could not believe it. And the thing is like, in that moment, when I look at it from a human design lens, like we, you know, we got our stuff, we paid our freaking drink bill, went inside and just like checked in and like, we're glued to our bags after that. But the thing is, like, I was, I was observing myself through that. And I could see that I was in the energy again, like these are, this is like the re recurring themes that you'll notice in your life, that conscious sun and earth. And I was like, this is turbulent as fuck right now. And this is a massive conflict. Like it was just, I could just see it. I could feel it. And so because I had this awareness of my human design and my gene keys, I was like, I'm made for this. I'm so made for this. Like, let's fucking do this. And the thing is too, I was like tapping into my sacral, which is my authority. And I told my boyfriend this afterwards. And I said, I know this sounds crazy, but I knew that we were getting our stuff back. I didn't know how, but I knew that we were getting our stuff back. And he looked at me and he's like, Kayla, I literally thought we were fucked. I literally thought we were fucked. And I was like, I didn't. I like, and I think that's absolutely insane to say that, but I had trusted, I had, I have cultivated this level of trust with myself where I can just be so grounded 
in any situation and that and I I saw it the turbulence and conflict I saw it and I was like nope like I'm not I'm not going to succumb to this I'm going to tap into my sacral and we're going to move through the situation I'm going to trust my gut and it's literally just going to respond in the moment as we go and that's exactly what I did and that's like like literally contributed to having more peace in the situation right that city of the sixth line my conscious earth and then of course having that level of compassion for you know i i was like listen i think it was a mistake i told my boyfriend i was like i think he accidentally took their bags and that's it and i just had this compassion of like human error and like again embodying that humanity energy and that compassion energy and i was like this is it and and so it was really in these moments, like these challenging moments, like having awareness of my human design and gene keys, like knowing where, you know, and even if you look at it, my culture sphere showed up in that. I had to restrain myself from just freaking the fuck out and like making everyone wrong and like screaming and just like outbursts, like rightfully so. Like imagine I've never felt so vulnerable or naked in a situation. Like we're in a foreign country we don't speak the language. We just had to get like COVID testing to leave. Our flight's leaving in three hours. We have no passport, no, no ID, like no phone charger, like literally just my phone and my mask. And my boyfriend had his wallet and his mask. And it's like, in those countries, like things are not, they're, they're handled differently than, you know, in, in, in North, North America, essentially, to be completely transparent. And I can say that because I lived in China and like things are just dealt differently in each country. And it's like to be in that kind of shitstorm and have that level of trust is like the most profound gift that you can give yourself. And it's going like having self-trust will look different for each person. And I'm convinced that when we get into human design and gene keys for people, that that is ultimately what will give them exactly what they need from within nothing external exactly what they need from within to be able to trust themselves live their life and create their business how they want so this is why I'm like crazy passionate about this work and and so the other thing that I wanted to chat about so I obviously shared this story which is like absolutely wild like it's just an example of like how I witnessed that energy and I shared about how I witnessed my my energy in the last three months like since I quit my job and like got into gene keys and and so it's it's just such a beautiful, like human design and gene key is really is it's a mirror. This is why I call this live stream event mirror, mirror, because it's like mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest one of all? It's you. It's you and your own energy. Right. And I just, I just love this because there's no gimmicks. Like it's so simple. There's no external strategy. It's you cultivating that trust with yourself, like really exploring your own energy, what you want to do. And like just embracing all the shadows. Like I had, to embrace turbulence and conflict in Mexico when our shit got stolen. I had to embrace turbulence and conflict when I was crying in the office on my floor in September when I quit my full-time job or any moment when I start to think, oh my God, like what if it's not gonna work? What if no one wants to work with me? What if I'm still just gonna continue this pattern? Always have to embrace that and like move through it. Like there's just so much integrity there. So I really want to, I really want to invite you to get curious about your human design and gene keys and really look at like how this shows up in your life and how are you embodying it in your business? You know, like, I just think that 
that is the blueprint for you to show up and to take what resonate and take what resonates and leave what doesn't. And, and so I just want to give you some reflection work today. I really want to invite you to think about what have you discovered through your own human design chart that has been a permission slip for you and your life and your business? Where have you discovered the little permission slips that have popped up for you that literally come from you? It's not from somebody else validating you. It's you looking at your own, your own energy, your own chart. And I really want you to look at, to restore integrity with yourself. Where have you been out of alignment and attempting to live your life and do business, quote, not your way, right? So you're doing it how you think you should. You're doing it how you, you know, somebody who's a coach is making a lot of money is telling you how to do something because you want their results. What has been the impact of this, right? And then in this question, when I talked about integrity yesterday, what is out of integrity for you? What was the commitment that you had to yourself that you did not fulfill on? What was the impact? Leaving out all the drama and stories, like just getting really fucking black and white clear with it. And what are you actually committed to? How are you going to restore integrity with yourself and really embody this work for yourself? And the last question is really like, how can you leverage your chart and gene keys to truly embrace your uniqueness? This is like, it's the mirror. It's literally the mirror for you to show up as yourself unapologetically. And like, I want you to know that I'm actually going to be really honest here. So, I mean, not that I haven't been honest this whole time, but <laughs> this week I did. So, this is the fourth day of the live stream. And I have definitely had times where, I mean, even the Facebook group, there's been no engagement. And no one's left any comments on the videos. I've uploaded the videos onto my podcast channel. There's been like 20 downloads each so far, which is amazing. There's been some engagement on my posts on Instagram. And it's like, I could make that mean all kinds of things. Kayla, no one's interested in working with you. Like they don't want to sign up for your program. They don't want to work with you one-on-one. Like there's, there's just so many things there. But the thing is, because I've done the fucking work and I embody my human design and gene keys is that I don't need external circumstances to validate me and tell me that I am a phenomenal coach and that I can help people. Can you imagine? Imagine what it would be like to just in this moment be completely unfuckwithable and trusting that your vision is unfolding. And in that, the foundation that you're creating for yourself is fully accepting everything up until this point accepting all of your your failures all of your successes all of your flaws all of your strengths your weaknesses all of it that is literally prosperity that can never have a fucking price tag and that's why I keep showing up this is the pricelessness of being so aligned with yourself that you can just show up and speak your truth. And this is literally what Speak Your Truth is, the group coaching program that's starting in January. That's it. I've been visualizing this for so long and I've never felt so connected to a program or an offer that I'm doing. And I've created a lot in the last three years. Like I literally feel like absolutely everything up until this point has quite literally prepared me for this. And I'm so, I'm just so excited to call in spiritual entrepreneurs into this container 
and take you through like looking at everything that's happened up until this point in your life and just like so deeply integrating it where you feel so solid, you feel so grounded, so sure of yourself and just like ready to shine and glow your unique story, your unique light, it's your business, the way that you sell, the way that you create, like it's all of the white noise of like what people say you should be doing and the algorithm and all that shit is like fucking so far out the window. You have panoramic views of the life that you love because you're creating it from your energy. Like you are the one that is just pivoting absolutely everything in your life into this foundation that has you be solid right now in this moment, no matter where you are in your business. And, and so I just, I'm just sharing about this because this right now you have until December 31st to sign up for the early bird. I have a six month payment plan that's up. You can also pay in full after January 1st, the price will increase like $200 and we start on January 10th. And if you want to sign up for one-on-one coaching and do more intensive work together, if you sign up for my one-on-one coaching before December 31st or by December 31st, you'll get automatic access into the group coaching program. So I'm going to leave you with this. I absolutely loved this live stream event. And I basically spent the last like four days, four hours by myself doing this live because I fucking believe in this work. And that's what matters. And, you know, this could literally be the example of like, it's all about energy, but it's like so much integrity. It's not just me showing up and like being excited. It's like so much more than that. It's like speaking, it's literally just speaking my truth, bringing it into existence, knowing that what I'm sharing is going to give so much permission to other entrepreneurs. Cause like, I literally did not have someone like myself to look up to when I was first started. And it drove me crazy. I told you, I know what it feels like to feel alone. I know what it feels like to like you're spinning your fucking tires in mud and that, you know, you work so hard and you stay up late and you do all the things and you spend all the money. Like I've spent all the money, you know, and it's just, I, I am committed to making this simple, making this so pleasurable because it gets to be, and it all starts with you and your energy. So I want to thank you so much for listening, for watching the replay, for tuning in. And of course, if you are listening to this on my podcast channel, I'm going to have the information and reflection questions also in the show notes. If you're watching this in the Facebook group, then you're obviously going to see all the information there for you to check out Align by Design and also speak your truth. And I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful. I'm so, I'm going to say it, I'm really proud of myself. There's a couple of times this week I was completely under the weather and I showed up, I rested, I restrained myself, I rested, I was still, I was able to come back and, and show up for myself and for people. So thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to hear what you get out of this live stream event and you will hear again from me soon. Mwah.